0: This episode has been previously recorded. Before we start this episode, we'd like to thank our sponsors. Thank you. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Howls at Noon. I'm your host, Liam Noonan, and I'm here with my co host, Rocky Hollows. Subs. YouTube channel? Um, Today, we are going to go over some things that happened this past week, like the Oscars. And I've been dying to talk about the Barack Obama um, and Bruce Springsteen podcast that just came out about a month ago. Um, There isn't really anything to do with the WWE yeah, because
1: the act has been stale because they re- except for the fact that they recently released at least 14 superstars including Samoa Joe, which was probably the most shocking, and the Iconics and Chelsea Green and several others. So we wish them the, all the best in their future endeavors. Especially the Iconics.
0: So there wasn't really that much going on with WWE today. So. Yeah, except for
1: The only things that really happened were Charlotte Fleur got suspended and Rhea Ripley is your new Raw Women's Champion and Bianca Belair is your new SmackDown Women's Champion as of WrestleMania 37. But other than that, nothing really happened. Because it's all just been stale.
0: That kind of happened. Um, Yeah. Did you see the fight with Jake Paul? Ugh!
1: Don't even. I hate both of them. No. He was at Wrestlemania and I immediately tuned out of Peacock because I was just not having it.
0: Oh man. Uh, his most recent fight, he had like a gigantic uh, robot come out alongside him. And after that, the fight just went all downhill from there. I
1: think KSI could do have a lot better bookings, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: just like most WWE superstars and the fact that they're not giving the woman superstars a better chance as the men. So that new hashtag on Twitter that's trending is hashtag give WWE woman a chance. Spread that word because they deserve more.
0: Yeah. Um, But yeah, Jake Paul fought um, someone whose last name is Askren.
1: That sounds like Aspirin.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, and the entire fight was one punch. Jake Paul punched Aspirin in the face, and he immediately fell. And Jake Paul won by knockout.
1: They're giving him the wins, I swear. They're probably paying him- He's probably paying somebody off to get- have all the wins and stuff. Yeah knowing jake and logan paul that would probably be be like the most logical conclusion to all this not to mention i'm really disgusted at at logan paul i mean in general but even more so because he did a nazi pose when he was at wwe before wrestlemania as his like intro because everyone has their like pose their stance or whatever kind of like a signature taunt Logan Paul chose a Nazi pose, which made me kind of infuriated, and it was really messed up.
0: Anyways, what we're actually here to talk about today is the Oscars and the Barack Obama podcast. I don't watch
1: award shows, so this one's all you. (laughs) This
0: one's all me. Um, It was a huge night. For um minority actors. Um this was the first year that South Korean woman won Best Supporting Actress. Um their the best picture winner Nomad Land was Nomadland. Yeah. Uh, it That's was. It was um, what what's it called it was directed by? I think she's Chinese, but it was That's directed by... no, oh. okay. no, someone someone else. Uh, her name is Chloe Zhao. So, I think she might be Chinese. Not sure yeah. about that which time um,
1: cantonese or mandarin
0: i don't know she hmm. she spoke in english. Hmm. So, it was, it was hard. english um because of the covid restrictions instead of having it at the dolby theater the theater that the awards ceremony is usually at um They had it at a train station Uh in LA. Um, Regina King was like the first presenter so she's walking from the red carpet to the stage and it's all like one shot and it looks very badass. But it it goes right into the politics. Yeah, her opening speech was like, hey, if anything else were to happen to this week in Minneapolis, I would be wearing combat boots instead of high heels, something like that. And she was like, yeah, I know that Hollywood can get a little too preachy when it comes to politics, but she has a son, so she uh, didn't want her son to be scared. I think. Yeah. Um, they formatted it like a movie, so whenever they shot it, whenever um, what's it called, they got reaction shots of people in the audience uh, they weren't wearing masks except for Zendaya. Zendaya She's was wearing... She was smart. Yeah, she was wearing her mask like the entire time.
1: Can't say I blame her.
0: Um, there are also no jokes. No comedians were telling jokes until like an hour and a half into it. And... Instead we've got all the backgrounds of like all the producers on films from where they started from and how they got into the industry is pretty boring. Um Daniel
2: <laughs> uh- These ain't no terrorists. You can murder a liberator, but you can't murder liberation. You can murder a revolutionary, but you can't murder revolution. And you can murder a freedom fighter, but you can't murder freedom.
0: I'll add a clip of this performance right there. Um, Emerald Fennel, she won the best original screenplay. For her feature film debut, Promising Young Woman. That's a great movie. It's pretty funny. Uh, Nomad Land, again, it swept up best director, best lead actress, Frances McDormand, best picture. Um, Disney Pixar Soul won two Academy
1: Awards. You know, it's uh, funny. They actually added... One of the producers actually um, had w- was from Long Island and um, they actually snuck in a Long Island Easter egg. If you look closely on some of the instrument cases, you'll see the sticker from Lacomia Music Stores in New Hyde Park. Where my boyfriend works.
0: Um, it really
1: they look really close. Also,
0: they also included, like, famous New York sports teams. Like, Um, The Knicks The
1: the Mets Haven't seen it The movie yet though But I really want to It's
0: on my list I rewatched it last night So I I have a 32 inch TV
1: Uh, I don't know how many inches mine is
0: Um, So one Best animated feature film And best original score It was the second win for Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, and the first win for John Baptiste. Um, Tenet won the best visual effects. Tencent? What? No, Tenet. Oh, oh, sorry, yeah. I heard that wrong. No, it's... it yeah. had best visual effects, so.
2: Hmm.
0: Um... Daniel Kaluuya, it was his first Oscar. But what really gets me is that Anthony Hopkins won Best Leading Actor instead of Shadwick Boseman. Um, the entire show was three hours long and the best actor award this year was the last award of the night. So it's been said that they wanted to make it like a tribute to Chadwick's legacy if he won. But he didn't win. Um, yeah.
1: That's degrading. Like that's it. Sounds like an F you to everything he's worked for,
0: from Black Panther
1: to Time of Death. Yeah,
0: he was fighting pancreatic cancer for like five years. It's messed up. And still doesn't get anything for it.
1: It's really messed up. I also heard that the uh, Grammy that the artist her. H.E.R. won won an award as well, I believe, I think. Or am I thinking of a different award show? I don't watch award shows, so. It was
0: best original song, I think it was.
1: She deserves it. Her is a really amazing artist who is changing the game. She's like a modern day Lauryn Hill, like I've said before. And I'm proud of her. She really deserves it.
0: Her music's kind of good.
1: Yeah, I love only, her song "Damage." That's a great song.
0: I only really heard her um, LG commercial for TikTok.
1: Mm. I heard her in that Pepsi comm- Pepsi Black Can commercial from last year with Miss Elliot, with the cover of the Rolling Stones painted black. Not, too- not to mention. Didn't she do, like, America the Beautiful or something before the Super Bowl this year? Um, or something like that? Yeah, I
0: think so. She did Is America that... the Beautiful at the beginning, and then, like, the halftime show was The weekend. This year. Um, but yeah, this, this Oscars, I guess it wasn't worth it, really. More like the suskers in this case. <laughs>
1: Sorry, I don't even watch award shows. This is
0: this is awful. Um,
1: Are all of them awful? <laughs> kind of,
0: but uh, this year's Literally. this series in particular, it had like the worst ratings out of all of them.
1: Hmm. I mean, come on, you're watching an award show. You're watching two and a half hour, consecutive hours of thank you, I'm so happy. I wanna thank all my fans and my mommy and my daddy and God, <laughs> and blah, 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 blah. Uh, sorry, sorry, I just got nauseous at the thought of all that for a minute. Yeah, uh, <sighs> I can't watch two hours of that that crap. Yeah, just I can't do it.
0: <laughs> I watched through like most of it when it was live. And then I just got bored and tired. Um, so I went to bed. I have it recorded on my DVR. So it's kind of taking up DVR space, but I already know who won. So what's mm-hmm. the point of it being on the DVR?
1: The only award show I would watch are the MTV Video Music Awards, the VMAs. And when I was a kid, I used to love to watch the Radio Disney Music Awards as well as the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards. Those are the only things I really cared about, but I really don't care anymore except for the VMAs. That's yeah. all I care about. Oh, and the yeah, BET Awards because they have great Cypher performances.
0: remember I would, when I was young, I would, um vote for the kid's choice awards it was stupid it was fun um, yeah <laughs> yeah i already knew who was gonna win Wiley like Cyrus. spongebob and i clearly a big winner I, still Carly. winning today yeah. yeah still going strong i think the ri- votes are rigged
1: i think it's honestly rigged so spongebob always wins
0: just aren't the kids choice awards on like nickelodeon Mm -hmm. yeah
1: yeah because i I think that's honestly rigged and that's why i carly and victorious kept
0: winning you know back then spongebob i think has like a record 21 wins 20 to 21 wins
1: oh it's got to be rigged it's it has to be you know the show's
0: been on for like 21 years
1: yeah, for real. This got to be rigged. <sighs> I'm calling it. That- that shit's rigged. Uh,
0: but parts where they would get slimed, where people would slime pretty fun.
1: Yeah, I always wanted to get slimed. Never got to, though, so it's fun. It's fine, I guess.
0: Um... What else? What else should we talk about? Baseball. Yep. Oh, I don't watch they sports talk.
1: either. I don't watch TV. I don't have cable TV, so I don't watch sports or award shows. <laughs> I,
0: only, I only really watch TV because I watch sports, but that's it.
1: Aren't you like a Mets fan? Yeah. No Yankees for. No, no, no. Yankees for the damn win. Yeah give you that look like no
2: <laughs> oh, we're not going
1: to talk about the fact that it's been exactly one year since Animal Crossing came out if not more a little over one and it's still pretty big you know
0: um it's been over a year since the Sonic movie came out
1: wasn't there originally an original ugly design of Sonic? And I was so disappointed at, what was it? Paramount that did that? Paramount. Yeah. That was disappointing. Hmm.
0: Speaking they, came of, out with, they came out with the redesign, which is much better. Mm-hmm. Aren't um, they
1: making a second one now?
0: Yeah, it's in production now.
1: With like Knuckles or something?
2: Do you yeah, know yes. the way? <laughs>
0: There's <laughs> set photos where it's knuckles on like the big pole it's only just his head so it could be like him flying in the scene uh, that photo also has like a depressed tails looking off <sighs> the distance
1: I don't know so- why but like, Evil Morty's theme just came and popped into my head, you know, the one that's like Do 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 da 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 When you said depressed tails that just kind of popped into my head is the Evil Morty song <laughs> uh, I forgot yeah, what that, that song bad. was one, what was it was called Yeah But speaking of animated movies Um, I definitely recommend watching the Spongebob movie, *Sponge on the Run if you have a Paramount Plus account and I definitely also recommend getting Paramount Plus. It's such a great streaming service. Almost all the shows are there, not counting Unfabulous and/or Roberts, but all and Wild and Out. But everything else is there, pretty much.
0: Wait, what? Nickelodeon show Victorious.
1: Yeah, it's on there too, but it's also on Paramount Plus. So I'm assuming they're gonna fight over streaming rights soon in, Amer- in America. Yeah. I th- I can't stand all these streaming services like there's it's like how about all of you go and work this out to, on your own come find me when you're due and I'll get that streaming service because I'm so sick of 20 billion other streaming services like are you kidding
0: like Disney plus Paramount plus
1: Discovery plus is something I I'm, never plus. Gonna, I'm not getting that one that one's kind of a waste of money but my mom got it, though, apparently, because she loves her investigation discovery.
2: We'll be right
0: back after a quick word from our sponsors.
1: Very informative murder porn. Oh, shameful and then some of them should be on Paramount Plus like South Park but they're not they're putting them on HBO Max why? why are you doing that?
0: Um, I think Warner Brothers produces South Park
1: no that's 20th century television and Wait, actually no Comedy Central does that one not Warner Brothers I think it's Deborah Mercury and Comedy Central yeah So it should be all the with everything else on Paramount Plus on that mountain of entertainment, so to speak. That mountain of entertainment.
0: (laughs) But it's not. The daily show, the late show, the late, late show.
1: Why was DJ Khaled in that Super Bowl commercial? I don't get it. What does he have to do with Paramount Plus? Like Snooky, I I get. Snooky, SpongeBob, Dora, we get it. We get those. And. So, you know, Jeff Pros of Survivor. What does freaking DJ Khaled have to do with Paramount? Do they need an extra cameo to be relevant? Maybe.
0: Even then. Inside. Like, what does DJ Khaled even do? He says,
1: way the best music! And that doesn't make me real really good beats. It's just average shit. Like, major bag alerts. And I'm just like, I could spin better beats than this shit. <laughs> Hashtag DJ Rocky Hollows.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to our next topic. After we get we got done with that rant. Um, one podcast that I've been listening to recently is the Renegades, um, Born in the USA podcast, and it stars. Bruce Springsteen, and Barack Obama. On the road. Yeah. They just have, like, these really good hour-long conversations about um, their lives, their life stories, um, politics, how how America's which way America's heading. Um, after Donald Trump's election,
1: wasn't Obama in that ad cancel public service announcement to get a vaccine? You yeah. know, along with George Bush and Bush. the traitorous butt munch, hillbilly Clinton. I mean, Bill Clinton. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> hillbilly. I swear, I can't even.
0: Their their stories are actually quite interesting. Um, like Bruce Springsteen grew up during the sixties in New Jersey, like a small town in New Jersey. So, the, this the, the, I thought he was
1: this thought he's from Long Island? But now, but no, I was thinking Billy Joel. Never mind. are best Oops. friends, though.
0: Yeah, uh, Billy Joel makes like Bruce Springsteen's. Uh, what motorcycles?
1: Wow, cool.
0: Yeah, Bruce Springsteen, he grew up in the 60s in New Jersey, in that small town where he's from. Um, Just a small town, boy.
1: Oh, wait, sorry, wrong song.
0: (laughs) I think it's the right song.
1: No, wait, that was Don't Stop Believing by Journey. Was it Journey? Yeah, Journey.
0: Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Can't even. Bruce Springsteen is. Born in the USA I was born in the USA No, 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 wait I think what I remember was
1: Blooded by the
0: light (laughs)
1: That was a good song That was my childhood
0: He grew up in the 60s In the middle of the Civil Rights Act era Mm -hmm. And in his hometown It hit hard Um, he had African-American friends, and they had to face segregation and racism. And they would tell Bruce all about their experiences, which is kind of interesting. Um, And in Barack Obama's case, he's like the only black kid in Hawaii.
1: I thought he was from Kenya.
0: Whoops. Yeah, he was from Kenya, but he uh, he lived in Hawaii, like ah, most. Oh, okay.
1: Is actually, his
0: father?
1: Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I was, I was going to say honestly, I have actually a lot of respect for Obama, honestly, because it was under his presidency, you know, under his terms, where gay marriage was legalized and we actually got a lot more rights as people. So that's why I have a lot of respect for Obama, believe it or not.
0: Yeah, um, he did a lot of good. Um, he got like African American people voting. Um, he drone striked a lot of people, that's a downside. Um, he ended the war on terror. He got us out of the Great Recession, so he was, pretty, he was a pretty cool president.
1: He was pretty good, yeah. Not to mention, Michelle actually got involved with a lot of projects for equality, which is unlike anything I've ever seen with any other First Lady. Like, I look at other First Ladies like Melania Trump, just sit still and look pretty. I'm like, are you kidding me? Do something with that title. You can do something good with that amount of power. You know?
0: Um, yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, I'm still pissed about Michelle taking away the second Pop-Tart in school lunches, of course, and getting rid of soda in the vending machines. Especially because that's when I started middle school. That's when I had vending machines, and that's when I didn't get any. So mad. Like, but that was the only downside of, I think, Michelle Obama's reign as First Lady, you know? Other than that, I think she did a pretty good job, too.
0: Um, what was it during my during my middle school years my I live in the city so my parents kind of paid for my school lunches Um, and if I wanted to I could go off like this little small room and I could use some of my lunch money to get snacks like cookies and stuff like that. Mm. So that was pretty fun.
1: I can relate to that, because for me, all the good snacks that involved candy and soda and stuff were in the teacher's lounge. So in my high school, and like, I so when I was it was after school, of course, and when the hall monitor was in a different hallway patrolling, I would literally sneak in with some friends, use the vending machines. I mean, they should be thanking me. I'm giving them legal tender, you know? Yeah, should have been this way all along, you know.
0: They also had another separate room in my middle school where um, you can use actual money to get like the best desserts. Mm, that sounds good. So you could like, you could get like a push pop or like an ice cream. Um, something like ice cream stick um
1: chocolate be are always my favorites that and the good humor regular ice like vanilla ice cream bars
0: the good humor ice cream bars you can get from there Mm -hmm. you can get all the art supplies that you needed it's like a school store yeah it's like a school store
1: Hmm. We had this in middle school. One in middle school that sold three musketeers and stuff as well. Like it sold all your usual like your usual school supplies, but also sold candy, which is pretty lit.
0: My high school school store, um, they sold like ramen. They sold ice cream sandwiches, candy. Mm-hmm whatever you wanted you can get there uh sometimes they would bring in like a ps3 or ps4 and you could play (laughs) you could play video games there that's cool yeah
1: my my high school didn't have a school store i don't it was supposed to there was a space for it it just was never open like they never had it open and that's kind of sad you know because there's a lot of people who would have actually benefited from using that.
0: So and let's, let's bring it back to the podcast that we talked <laughs> about. We're just going off on tangents today. I uh, didn't
1: have much coffee today.
0: <laughs> yeah, I haven't had any coffee today. So, um, <laughs> yeah, Dave. Barack Obama and Bruce Springsteen actually had kind of interesting stories about their fathers. Um, So Barack Obama's father left when he was two. um, But then Barack's father came back when Barack was 10. And Barack was like, why do you want to connect with me? I barely know you. Um my money's on guilt.
1: A lot of guilt.
0: Yeah, it took Brock like maybe another ten years to realize that. Um so he scheduled an actual meeting with his father, but a month before that meeting, his father died. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: And, I mean, yeah. I was gonna say like, like in the uh, in the beginning, I'm assuming like, Barack Obama was adopted, right? Am I right, or no? Oh, divorced parents.
0: Yeah, divorced amicably, like they mm-hmm. still were best friends.
1: Yeah, but yet he didn't make any time for Brock's life early on. That was his own fault, yeah. you know, in a way.
0: That you wanted to go back to Kenya and run for office there. Um, but Barack's mom was like, no, I want Barack to have an American education. Good so, call. Good call. His, his father went off to Kenya um, had another family and another some more kids. But he kind of wanted to spend time more time with Barack. So he left that family for about a month to visit Barack when he was ten. Um and then after that, Barack met all of his half sisters and half brothers, siblings after that. Um, I'm and
1: speechless. In,
0: <laughs> and in Bruce's case, um, Bruce, his father didn't really have long conversation, didn't out of a life um Bruce said that he once brought down a camera to have a, to film a conversation between him and his father and the conversation lasted four minutes so he didn't know uh what true fatherhood was till he had kids so sad yeah um When his first kid was born, Bruce would spend the entire night writing albums, writing songs, and then he would sleep in during the day. But one day his wife, Patty, uh, told him, you know, you might want to write your songs during the day because you, you're gonna miss like the most beautiful moment ever. That's when his first son would wake up in the morning when he was really young. So Bruce kind of took that advice to heart. And ever since then, um, he put his family first, then his music. That's good. Yeah. It is. Um. I want to end this episode with Daniel Kaluuya's Oscars ex- Exception, <laughs> Oscars speech, because, um. Oscars Exception yeah. speech. Yeah. It says it in English. It, accent. It's, It's pretty funny. Um, He was in Hollywood, but his mother and his sister were off in London, watching live. Um, And he thanked his mother for having sex with his father. What the fuck? (laughs) And created him. Um, So let me just, let me just open it up on YouTube. Dude.
1: This is so where we edited the video.
0: Yeah, we can edit this this section out. Um... we waiting for YouTube to load. Um... Ah, uh, come on. is chrome so slow
1: as so you're using a Chrome buck
0: am using end. I'm using my laptop but I have chrome on my laptop mm. um, screw it
1: Oh, you are doing this.
0: Yeah. So. I don't know if you can hear this.
1: I can't see or hear anything. Just as Liam Noonan has started screen sharing. Uh, What? Oh, now I got it. No, I can't hear it. Oh, now I can. Barely.
0: I want to turn it up. And Oscar goes to... Daniel Kaluuya. <laughs> like awkward... camera angles. I, that. I will show... Like, this, this angle is... off center.
2: God, Thank you, God. I can't be here without your guidance and your protection. I like for my mum, thank you so much for pouring into me. You gave me everything, you gave me your factory settings <laughs> so I can stand at my fullest height. Um, love to my sister, love to my niece, my friends, my family, everyone I love from London town to Kampala. Um, I'd like to thank my team. Um, incredible support, bro. we out here, yo. Man, man, it's good. Come on, Doug Ryan, Zimzi, Sev, proximity, everyone at proximity, Charles King, man, everyone at macro, Ron, participant. Nigel, everyone at Warner Brothers, thank you so much for everything you poured into this. Everything you poured into this. It's so hard to make a film. And make a film about a man like this. And, and they made it possible. They made it happen. Um, I share this with, um, uh, the gift that is Lakeith Stanfield. Um, the light that is, yeah, yeah. The light that is Dominique Fishback. The incredible cast, the incredible crew. You know what I mean? Lucas Brothers are starting a journey. Will Burson, see you. You know, it's, it's so incredible to look around you, to look around you and just go, you're inspired by not only what they do, but who they are. So That's amazing. Chairman Fred Jr. and Mama Okua, and it's an honor thank you so to much to for allowing us into your life and into your story. Side side. Thank, you, thank you for trusting us, you know, with your truth. Appreciate you deeply, and it's an honour to, to partner up and, and stand side by side with you. And to Chairman Fred Hampton, bro, man, man, what a man, what a man. How blessed we are that we lived in a lifetime where he existed. Do you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like, thank you for your light. He was on this earth for 21 years, 21 years, and he found a way to feed kids, breakfast, educate kids, give free medical care. Against all the odds, he showed, he showed me, he taught me, him, Huey P. Newton, Bobby Seale, the Black Panther Party. They showed me how to love myself. And with that love, they overflowed it to the black community and and to other communities, and they showed us that the power of union, power of unity, that when they play divide and conquer, we say unite and ascend. Thank you so much for showing me myself. It's coming up, it's coming up. And yeah, man, I hear it. <laughs> there's so much work to do, guys, and that's on everyone in man. this room. This ain't no single-man job. That's on real, and I look for everyone, every single one of you. You've got work to do, you know what I'm saying? And I'm going to get back to work Tuesday morning, because tonight I'm going up. <laughs> we're going up, you know what I mean? We're enjoying ourselves tonight, because we're going to celebrate, we're going celebrate life, Look man. at it's, rough, it's, incredible. it's incredible. Like, it's incredible. My mom met my dad, they had sex. <clears throat> It's amazing. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm here.